Forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Father. Forgive us for the teaching we have is the truth. Forgive us that the teaching we have is the truth. Forgive us for not taking in the word. Forgive us for having bad relationships. Forgive us for not caring, Father. Forgive us for out not outthinking the next person. Forgive us, Father, for sowing distrust. Forgive us, Father, for not obeying your word, Father. Not linking up with another believer with the right heart, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not encouraging and empowering each other. Forgive us for not being true Christians on our job. Forgive us not speaking a word or giving a person a verse. Forgive us for not being open with our relationship with you, Father. Forgive us, Father, for growing weary in your word, Father. Growing weary in this walk, Father. This is a walk of faith, Father. It's a walk of purpose. It's a walk of praise. It's a work, it's a walk of ownership. It's a work of stewardship. It's a work of leadership. It's a work of commitment. It's a work of servitude. Forgive us, Father. It's a work, Father, of maturity, Father. It's a work of being honest, Father. It's a work of being an open book, Father. It's a work of cleaning your life up, Father. It's a work of moving the things out of the way. It's a work of removing darkness. It's a work of stop being deceitful. It's a work that you're in the wilderness, but not of this world. It's a work of that we're of a faith. We're of a faith belief, Father. It's a work, Father, of the kingdom, Father. It's a work of honoring you. It's a work of obedience. It's a work, Father. It's a work of obedience. You said, now faith is. Let us grab a hold of your faith you have given us, Father. Now faith is, Father. Now faith is, whatever it is. He said, now faith is. Let us grab a hold of faith and not things. Let us grab a hold of faith. It's the substance. Let us grab a hold of the faith of things hoped for. Let us not lose hope in the word he has given us. The word he has given us without persecution yet. Let us take the word from our King of kings, our Lord of lords, the priest of our home, the overhead, the high priest, the one father of loyalty, royalty, the true royalty in your life, the true royalty in your life, the true husband that we need, the true man, the true father, the true father, the father of all fathers, there's no excuse for us. There's no excuse for us. He's the father of all fathers. There's no more excuse for not a father. He's the father of all fathers. He's given us everything we need. He's given us everything pertaining to this life. He said more abundantly. Let's take a hold of the word. Let's not use it as paper. It's your life depending on it. Don't remove it from the shelf. When it calls, let us answer. Let it, when it calls, let us answer. Let's not leave the word closed. It's the word for your life. It's the word for your life. The father of all fathers is trying to speak to us. 
He said, tell me your problem. I already know what I want you to tell me. I already know what problem you have. I just want you to give voice to it. Trust the Father of all fathers, the Father of all fathers, the priest of all priests, the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords, the protector of my life, 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 the husband 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 of my life. He's my provider. He's my provider. He's my provider. He's my provider. He's my healer. He's my healer. He's my healer. He rules and he reigns. And I'm going to pull on the healing. I'm going to pull on the healer. I'm going to pull on the healer. I'm going to pull on the healer. Never to return. Never to return. I'm pulling on the healer. Pull on the healer. Never to return. So we won't turn over to a reprobated mind. Pull on your healer. The only healer we have. The Lord of Lords. He's the healer of the mind. He's the healer of the heart. He's the healer of the body. He's the healer of your soul. He's the healer of your life. He's the healer of your lack. He's the healer of no parent. He's the healer of substance. He's the healer of no father in the home. He's the healer of my children in disarray. He's the healer of my children are all disobedient. He is the healer of all. The healer of my footsteps. The healer of my mind. The healer of my children. The healer of their future. The healer of their present. The healer of their past. The healer what I thought was there. The healer what I thought was in my mind. The healer of your thoughts. The healer of what you think is right. The healer of not being a communicator. The healer of you not being a leader. The healer of you not walking upright. The healer of your mom not there. The healer of whatever thought that is of darkness. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we're never to return to this place of lack of love, not putting you in the proper place, not calling on your name, not calling on your anointing, not calling on you to rule and reign, not calling on you to be present, not calling on you to say, take over this mind, not calling on you to say, Lord, I need you, not calling on you to say, Lord, I ain't thinking right. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. This is a problem for El Shaddai. This is the problem for our Father. This is a problem for Elohim. This is a far problem for Jesus, the Messiah, Adonai, Hamashiach. This problem is for the Lord. This problem is for the Lord. This problem is for the Lord. This problem is for my Lord. This problem is for my Lord. He said, make it personal. Make it personal. This is a relationship. The shepherd is trying to get us to a relationship. The relationship with our shepherd. The relationship with your God. The relationship with your God. The relationship with your God. Remove every false thing. Remove every demon. Remove every falsity. 
Remove every darkness. Remove what you think is right. Remove it out the way so the king can come in. Rule and reign, Father. Rule and reign, Father. The problem is for Eshadai. Our prophet needs our prayers. Remove this for Eshadai. Lord, we thank you that we're never to return without being in 1 Corinthians 13. It's a healing. It's a healing today. It's a healing that we never to return to come out of 1 Corinthians 13 from top to bottom. Love suffer long. Remove your feelings. Remove your emotions. Our Father works by the Spirit, not our emotions. He doesn't move on our emotions. Father, we repent. We repent, Father. We repent, Father. If it's one, it's all of us, Father. We repent for holding our head low. When you said we are child of God, when you said we are child of the King, that everything we have, Father, is because of you, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not honoring you in everything that we have, Father. Forgive us, Father, for not being in our homeless shelter, Father. Forgive us. Forgive us for not giving you what's due to your name, Father. Forgive us, Father, that our children are here, hearing the word, Father. Whether they receive it now or not, Father, their spirit can take it, Father. Father, remove us from these emotions and feelings so we can truly honor you, Father. So we can truly move in this kingdom, Father. So walk in ministry but not be stagnant, Father. Let us move, rule, and reign in this kingdom, Father. Let us move outside these walls, Father. Our leaders are dependent on us, Father. Let us rule and reign in your kingdom. No matter what we see, no matter what we feel, no matter how tired, let us move in your kingdom. You said you give us strength, Father. You said you give us strength, Father. And I call on your strength today, Father. You said you give us strength, Father. Let us pour on your strength, Father. Strengthen every believer, Father. We have got tired, we have got weary, we have got forgot you, Father. Strengthen us, Father. Let us pull on your strength, Father. You said in our weakness, we are strong. In our weakness, you are strong, Father. So we call on your strength today, Father. We call on your anointing. We call on your leadership. We call on your maturity. We call on your love. We call on righteousness. We call on purity. 
We call on the right mind. We call on the right heart. We call on the right footsteps. We call on the right business. We call on the right job. We call on the right car. We call on the right leader. We call on the people for our lives. We call on it, Father. Let our hearts be changed, never to return to the twisted and deceitful ways, Father. We see the enemy, Father. Let us make it bold, Father. He has no room like minister told us. He has no room. We're leaving our leaders open and naked before the enemy. Forgive us, Father. We pull and pull and pull and pull on your anointing. On your strength. On your walk. On your faith. On your discernment. Father, I pull, pull, pull on your discernment. Let us discern what's right and wrong, Father. Let us have king discernment, Father. Let us have king discernment so we can see each other right, Father. Let us have king discernment, Father. Give us the eye of the eagle, Father. Let us soar above, Father. Let us be like the eagle that you created, Father. Let us see where you're trying to get us to soar, Father. Let us see that victory is knocking, Father. Let us not give up before it knocks, Father. Let us keep going, Father. Let us see you're trying to get victory to us, Father. Let us see you're trying to get the praise out of us, Father. Let us see you're trying to get us to live right, Father. Let us see you're trying to hand us the baton, Father. Let us see you're trying to be, let us be leaders and ministers and pastors and preachers, Father. Let us see you're trying to engraft the teachers in us, Father. Let us see, Father, that we are to be of honor, Father, of obedience, Father, of maturity, Father, of openness to you, Father, of leadership, Father, of spirituality, Father, that we're not of this flesh, Father, that we're not of this flesh, Father. So when the flesh rises up, Father, let us know, Father, that we can defeat the enemy, Father. Let us know we can defeat this thing called flesh, Father. Let us know, Father, we can call on your spirit, Father. Let us know, Father, that your Holy Spirit and your tongues were given to us for a reason, Father. Let us supersede what we feel, Father. Let us see, Father, we can walk the life as you have called us to walk, just as we stay in faith. So I thank you, Father. I thank you for not giving up on us, for loving us, Father, for keeping us, Father, for keeping our mind, Father, that you chose us to be a child, Father, that you chose us to be the child of God, Father, that you chose us, Father, out of anybody else in our family, Father. You chose us to be in the kingdom, Father. You chose us to live upright, Father. You chose us to be an example, Father. You chose us, Father, to be peculiar people, Father. So we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, Father. And never giving up on us, Father. So let us take a hold and link together, Father. For we are the body, Father. And we have work to do in the kingdom, Father. Our government is dependent on us, Father. Our government is dependent on us, Father. 
We need to be speaking in the spirit. We need to speak in the atmosphere. We need to change our atmosphere. We need to change our workspace. We need to change our car. Let us change the atmosphere with your Holy Spirit, Father. Our people and friends, Father, people around us, saved and unsaved, are dependent on our lives, Father. So let us walk up right, Father. So we thank you, we honor you, Elohim, El Shaddai, Jesus, the Messiah, Adonai, the protector, the provider, the priest of our hearts, Father. In your name I pray, amen and amen. Come on, y'all. We can do. Let's lift it up. Come on. Make your presence known in this place. Make your presence known in this place. Come on. Come on. Do something you ain't done before. Come on. Cry out to your God. Holler out. Cry out. Well, lament. Mourn before your God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. Your praise. It's a weapon. When you open up your mouth, that's what he don't want you to do. He never wants us to get on one accord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all can raise better. Y'all can shout. Hallelujah. You got an adversary. You have an adversary that seeks to kill, steal, and destroy you. My God. Jesus said, I've come to destroy the works of the enemies. For that reason, I was manifested. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey. Sharande sitete. I manduro sorondala. I candele siande brondala masitelende. Condala masi brondale kishatondere. Come on, I need y'all praying the spirit. I need the children too, everyone. warriors. I need some warriors in here. Hey, I need some warriors. I don't need no Christians. I need some believers. I need some warriors. How to use your mouth. Open your mouth. I need some warriors in here. You come to serve notice tonight. He ran the easy tandor about here. He ran the kiss at Tandemondia. He can't there be seated here. And this somebody praying in the Holy Ghost. He ran the Lebisi Tandor of Bessia. Come on, intercessors. Resian de Lebessia. Rebande Siando. This ain't a time to play. This is a time to believe. Sheterebande Lebisi Tande. Rebando, Cosi de Rebessiande. Break in the Lebesi Tondo Rebesia. 
Probande si brande kisiande irande kiasete Brabande si tondorobosia Brabande si trabande I need your prayer back here Riasete redia Brabande si torobosiande Brabande kisio toromondorobosia Ine mande si brande kisi Brabande si terande lebesia Brabande kisio tonderebesia Release the mysteries Release the mysteries. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rebande si prende le chissi riya sotto le basiande i candere messia rebando reba sette rebandia rebande your weapon is your mouth your weapon is your mouth don't hold back tone don't hold back tone let him have it reba sette reba sette re i caraba sotto la basiande i rebande rebisi prebando cosia brechia sette rebando retirandere si tandoro Come on, this is how you confuse the enemy. Pray yourself out of your flesh. Pray yourself out of your flesh. Ida la 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 la
Speak it out of your belly. Speak it out of your belly. You have to give voice to what you desperately need. Speak it in the spirit. Make it known in hell. Speak it in heaven. Speak it on earth. Make it known. Make your declaration clear. Make it known to every demon. Make it known to all darkness. Make it known to every angel. Make it known at the throne of God. Make your desperation known. Speak it out of your belly. You have to speak. You have to declare. You have to say. You have to command. Speak it beyond your blessing. You need something to touch. You need a move. You need a move. You need a mighty rush. Wind move in your life. You need a suddenly in your life. You need the enemy to take his hand off your mind tonight. You need the enemy to take his hand off your relationship. You need the enemy to take his hand off the assignment that God has given you. You have to speak it. Speak it. We can't be quiet. We can't be quiet. We can't be quiet. You have to sound the alarm. 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 It's not as solace that we fight. We fight in victory, and it's with the triumph force. It's with the triumph force of victory. It's with the triumph force. You have to train your spirit how to shout loud victory of praise that breaks the hand of the yoke that's around your voice. There's a yoke that's on your voice tonight. There's a yoke that's on your voice that won't allow you to speak. That won't allow you to shout and speak the greatness of God. The enemy is going to trample all over you if you don't take the fight to him. The enemy is going to wreak havoc and disruption in your life if you don't take the fight to him. It's time that you take the fight to the adversary's camp. Stop waiting on him to come to your house. You know where he lives. You know the dry places that he exists. You know the places of the pain that he visits with you. You know the places where you're broken that he's there. You know the place of disobedience that he's there. You must give voice to your deliverance. You must give voice to your power that God has given you. You can't let up. You can't get tired. You can't afford to get tired. You can't afford to pay attention to your body in an ache and pain. This fight is greater than that. This fight is greater than your pain. This fight is greater than your disappointment. This fight is greater. This is your eternity. 
always about your resting place. Your final resting place is about your faith. Speak to the dark wind in the east and speak to the dark wind in the west and speak to the dark wind in the south and speak to the dark wind that comes from the north. We no longer are aware or can sense the presence of darkness. your family for generations and you won't speak to it because you think it's a person from the left and to the right. You can't pray just with a hand raised. You can't pray just whispering. Your prayer must be violent and hostile to the enemy. of your own life until you take charge in prayer you will not be able to take charge of your own life or your children you don't begin to pray until you're exhausted that's when it begins that's when it's revealed now pray Pray until you pray. Pray out of yourself. Otherwise, you didn't come to pray. And what was there still remains. You all may be seated. 
you doing it, or you want me? Got it back there. Got to get it right there. Because I have to. I have to give this. The reason that I was saying, and I realized, and what has been going on, and uh, Minister Fee and we had some conversation. I had some conversation with Minister Starr, um, and this. It was a couple of weeks ago when I was sensing very strong and for a week straight I've been having dreams about the ministry, people at the ministry. But it was like a nightmare every night. And it was wearing me out. And that's when I said, Pastor had to really help me to properly express my spiritual frustration. And because I didn't obey what Holy Spirit said, he, he specifically told me, see, you put yourself on a fast. That's why nothing happens. Okay. When you go on a fast, it has to be from Holy Spirit. It should be with some instruction from him. And when you come off the fast, you should see. Because he puts you on the fast because it's something he wants you to see. You may have a normal one, which we, we have as a church on Tuesday. Just to keep the flesh under, this is what we do, live a consecrated life. But there should be a time when the Holy Spirit put you directly on a fast. Because it's something that he wants you to see. And when you see it, it's for you to grow. And because I didn't obey, and he told me exactly the type of fast. It was a detox. And because of what I was feeling, I want to experience that in my flesh so strong. Had I did the detox, because it was symbolic of what he was trying to do. He was trying to get me to do a spiritual detox of the spirits that was going to slime me. We as a church have to really know the, the spirit of God and the spirit of darkness. So in San Antonio, we, we were there for five days, Minister T and I, and about maybe the, I believe it was the third day, we were on the balcony, and I didn't say anything to her. And I was showing the weather, everything was great, and just really having a great time. And the enemy said, jump. First of all, I've never been a depressed person. So I like jump. Why in the world would I jump? I'm just too happy with life. 
coat. Then it happened again last night, but it only happened again last night on the balcony. Again, enjoying everything. But it was more intense, more strong. But it happened after T had prayed. She said something, I just told her just to, to pray. And so she began to pray, pray for her travel. She prayed even for the city that we're in and the crime in the city and, and just that our presence there would change things. We get in the Uber just about five minutes out from the airport. The spirit said, open the door, jump out. The third time. Is this the spirit of suicide or this it? So I immediately go look up the suicide rate. Rate in the car, I'm just doing a search. In San Antonio, their percentage of suicide is higher than a national rate. And it was so strong that I could feel it and hear the voice and the whisper of the enemy to commit suicide. My whole point is that you need to know and as an intercessor, when you go before the pastor or teacher go into a city, you should have discernment enough to go even ahead and know what spirit. I taught them this. You're absolutely right. It was real. So I know what it's like for someone who have said the voices in your head, but I knew they weren't mine. But it was so strong. See, but the enemy tries to come, but there's nothing in me. That's his. I have no toxic thoughts. Oh, you do have to have a toxic thought, and he will give you any kind of bait. And no one is exempt. He just wants to find the right condition that he can habitate, live in. That's all I want to share with you. Is that, is that and until you really pray, I'm talking about pray until you're exhausted. It's only your flesh that's praying. You haven't even touched the supernatural. You have to break through time. That's right. You haven't even broken through time. See, we, we get too tired. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm sweating. All that. All that going on. But until you break through time, you are still here. You can. That's uh, good. Man, she, she started to tell me that when she came home, but I stopped her. I said, I don't tell me. Because I had already started my lesson, and it was about territory. So I don't want to be influenced. I don't want to hear anything. I'm just hearing it right now. Because there's a lot going on in the spirit realm. I told, I told you, we are all under attack. 
And the sad thing is that we cannot recognize it. Well, I believe in the word of God. Y'all believe in the word of God? I believe when he say pray in the Holy Spirit, he's telling you. He gives you the unction. There's something that my natural mind can't understand or comprehend or receive. So I must pray by faith. I must pray by faith. Amen. Um, Stuff happens sometimes. Amen. And I need you to pray by faith. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you need to have the Holy Spirit. You need to be able to pray in the Spirit. I'm so tired of the enemy coming at the people about praying in the Spirit. She's back. Anyway, let me continue. So we pray in tongues. We, that's a part for self-edification. It's a part that you build yourself up. On your most holy face. That's you and your God. But then there's a point when we come together corporately. And he has an interpreter. What better way to interpret. Than the word of God. So he gave me a scripture. For the interpretation. I don't don't know. Where he was. Taking me. He gave me the book, but then I don't show, I'm not sure where, where does he want me to go in the book. I mean, he gives it to you, but there's still a seeking, a trusting that he's leading. And then it has to bear witness to my spirit. Hello? I need us to be really spiritually intuitive, in tune. Okay? Now, before teacher went on her trip, we were going to go out to eat all day. I was like, man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm going to go to... Uh, I'm a breather. I like that planting. I like that. I want to go get that. We go. Um, it's all day outside. I'm get up. We pull. I pull up. I think she's on the phone talking to Whitney. So I pull up. I get out the car and I was like, somebody punched me in my stomach. Said, "Don't go in. Don't go in. Don't eat. Don't eat. It's not for you. It's for her. She got to travel. See, it's about being sensitive to the spirit. Don't go in there. And normally, you know, it's packed. It's hardly nobody in there. Like, woo, we get service right away. And it was just like he, it was like a, a jolt. Don't go. You got to be that sensitive too about places you go. Homes you enter. Okay. So what he gave me for tonight, well, I'm going to give you, but I'm going to give you interpretation where he told me to go. Uh, prophetess, guess where he took me? Just take a wild guess. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's where he took me. Jeremiah 5. 
Al, minister. I need y'all to pay close attention. So when he speaks, he's speaking to the body. We happen to be part of the body, correct? All right. So let's see. Let's see what he's saying. I know it's going to be the truth. Let's see if we can hear the interpretation. So go to Jeremiah 5. 21. Amplified. Go all the way. To 31. Go. Jeremiah chapter 5 at verse 21. Hear now this. O foolish people without understanding or heart, who have eyes and see not, who have ears and hear not. Do you not fear and reverence me, says the Lord? Do you not tremble before me? I placed the sand for the boundary of the sea, a perpetual barrier beyond which it cannot pass, and by an everlasting ordinance beyond which it cannot go. And though the waves of the sea toss and shake themselves, yet they cannot prevail against the feeble grains of sand, which God has ordained by nature to be sufficient for his purpose. Though the billows roar, yet they cannot pass over that barrier. Is not such a God to be reverently feared and worshipped. But these people have hearts that draw back from God and wills that rebel against him. They have revolted and quit his service and have gone away into idolatry. Nor do they say in their hearts, let us now reverently fear and worship the Lord our God who gives rain both the autumn and the spring rain in its season, who reserves and keeps for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these blessings away, and your sins have kept good harvests from you. For among my people are found wicked men, they watch like fowlers who lie in wait. They set a trap. They catch men. As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit and treachery. Therefore, they have become great and grown rich. They have grown fat and sleek. Yes, they surpass in deeds of wickedness. They do not judge and plead with justice the cause of the fatherless, that they may prosper, and they do not defend the rights of the needy. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? An appalling and horrible thing bringing desolation and destruction has come to pass in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely and the priests exercise rule at their own hands and by means of the prophets 
and my people love to have it so. But what will you do when the end comes? There's a lot there, ain't it? Y'all make sure y'all write this down. Make sure you get Jeremiah 5, 21, all the way to 20 to 31. Say deceit is in his house. He said, you hold back the blessing that he's trying to get to us. I think that's a rebuke. I think there's a, I think there's love. I think he wants us to see ourselves. What he was saying that the people were blind to the fact that they were foolish and senseless people. They were blind. They had no understanding of the truth about God or themselves. Mm. The truth that the Lord is the only living and true God. And that themselves were sinful. And fell ever so short of his glory and righteousness. Mm. This is the check. Not a checkmate, but it's a check. Not, not just here, but it's the body. So he would give that. So he said, with stammering lips, will I speak to a nation? So this is what he's speaking to the nation. This is intercessory prayer. It seems so appropriate. Falsity, deceitfulness. Y'all say you love, but we really don't. The husbands and wives, y'all say you love each other, but I asked y'all something. I said, are you in love? To be in love, let's find out what is love. Love is what? God. So are you in God? And is God in you? He knows himself. You can't fool him. I'm in love. I'm in God. That's what you're saying. I'm in God. Because God is love. Are you in love? Are you in God? Mm. Verse 22 again, minister. Verse 22. Do you not fear 
and reverence me, says the Lord. Do you not tremble before me? I placed the sand for the boundary of the sea, a perpetual barrier beyond which it cannot pass, and by an everlasting ordinance beyond which it cannot go. And though the waves of the sea toss and shake themselves, yet they cannot prevail against the feeble grains of sand, which God has ordained by nature to be sufficient for his purpose. Though the billows roar, yet they cannot pass over that barrier. Is not such a God to be reverently feared and worshipped? You cannot lie to him. You simply cannot lie to him. The people were blind to the fact that they should fear God. I mean, how we treat each other? Mm-mm. You have no fear of God. How we talk to each other? The, the secret things that we hold in our heart? He's, he said, your boundaries, you, you can't... Nothing that I create can go beyond the boundary. Your love that you say you have cannot go beyond me. I am love. We have no fear of God. We have no fear of God. How we are. I believe in order. God, we praying. That was a, that was a lot going on in the spirit. So he he would have to give me something. I wanted him to. The people were blind to the fact that their hearts were hardened, defiant, and rebellious. They were so blind that they believed their denial of God would wipe away any possibility that he ever existed. This is why he was telling you what I did. They turned away to idolatry of the gods. You know, your situation can become that. Because you put that before God. God commands us to love. Command means this. It means direction. So the commandments lead you in a direction. That's what the commandments were there for. Commandment means direction. But we don't want direction. He commands us, directs us to love each other. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. I'm ecstatic about it. I'm staying behind the pulpit tonight. Y'all better know. Y'all better know God is not playing with us. 
I like that part. He said, well, what would they do in the end? No, effect, no amount of their denial would make them believe that God existed. No matter how much you deny that God doesn't exist, he exists. And see, when I say that for us believers, is how do we, how do we obey his word? Everybody want to know the how to. Everybody want to know the how to. How? What's the how to? That's great, but what's the how to? Obedience. That's the how to. Do what he said. When he said, how he said it. The way he said, do what he said. No fear. No fear. Yeah, we feel married. Oh, we, we definitely feel man. You know, you feel your job because if you come, if you come to church like you came to your job, now you know I ain't talking if you can't get here. But sometimes we just stay home just to stay home. I don't feel. But what if God said he don't feel? What if he would do what we do? I'm thinking God, God is not a man like us. <sighs> Children, obey your parents. Hmm? You had no fear either. Do what you want, say what you want. Close their door because you don't own a door your name not on the mortgage or the rent is not there it's not yours but for some reason you think it's yours when you flush that toilet that's my water you ain't, your name ain't on that bill you don't pay it okay But you think you're entitled. You have an entitlement. Man, if I really say what I want to say. <laughs> they want the word. I got the word. I'm doing the word right now. I sure did. The Lord said, you better fly right. Get off your high horse. Don't think you all that. I'm going to obey. He's looking at us in our relationships. Our relationship with one another is our relationship with our father. What you feel in your heart about somebody, that's how you feel about God. Because you have no fear. Wow. 
as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. He was just telling you, you can't, you can't deny it. You, you can't cross that boundary. I put it there and tell me something different. Do you love him? That would be, see, this, this is the place you need to be. Because you can get fluff all out there, but that ain't going to help you. What you going to do in the end? I'm trying to prepare to get your heart right. That's what you need to be. That's what you need to hear. If it's like she said, if it's one of us, it's all of us. If it's somebody in the body of Christ, it's us. Not just here. A house divided. Will fall. If you divide it at home, I'm going to say it again. You divide the church. Because you are the church. How, 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 see. No fear. No fear. I act the way I want to act. Do what I want to do. And then pray. Not for me, you won't. Did, did you hear, did y'all hear? Hear now this, oh foolish people, without understanding or heart. It says, or heart, who eyes see not, who ears hear not. He's really telling us stop being fake. You know how you fake with that person you say you like. You know how you fake with them. Don't nobody look at me like that. Y'all know I'm not joking. You got some people like, yeah. Not really. Don't really like you. Tolerate you, but I don't really like you. I admire you, but I really don't like you. Hello? All this from interpretation of the tongue. That's where we're going. That, that's not my lesson. It is. Okay. The people were blind in this scripture through the fact that turning away from God, when you turn from God, you turn to something else. Okay? All right. They didn't realize there were serious consequences for their actions. And you can tell, but you don't really think that there's consequences for our action but what you're going to do in the end we don't we don't we don't think when we talk about people when we say something about somebody there's not a consequence for that 
There is. When you disobey in the kingdom, there's a consequence. What happens is it don't manifest right away. Gives you room to put some more in there. Some more wicked thoughts. Mm. Pastor, I thought we were going to get revelation tonight. You are. You're getting the truth. That's the revelation. Mm. Prophetess. What's your See out? Okay. The Lord had told me to tell her to study. Yeah, and Bert is here too. To study Jeremiah. Obviously, this is what he really wants us to know. Just the beginning. Okay? And he, he got 66 books here. He could have told me to go anywhere. But he didn't. I trust him. <laughs> Woo! Y'all trust God? <laughs> you got somebody here you just don't trust? <laughs> Husband and wife. Oops. <laughs> that was cute right there, wasn't it? <laughs> Husband and wives. Y'all trust each other? They'd be like, yeah, but not with the finances. Do you trust? Do you trust God only with certain things? Or do you, you trust him? You, you trust him with the things that you can control. You don't want to trust him with things you can't control. That's how we say we trust you, Lord. You trust him. That, you don't trust him with the things you don't. Okay. The people were blind also in here that the daily gifts that came, the daily gifts that they received came from God. They were blind about that. They were blind about that. Go back here. Mm. 25. Verse 25. Your iniquities have turned these blessings away. And your sins have kept good harvests from you. They kind of sum it up, don't it? See, it's not. It, it's you. It's not nobody else. He, a lot of times he's not trying to ask us. See, a lot of times with us, we're trying to figure out how, how it's going to work. And just believing that it's going to work. Hello? How is it going to happen? Remember, Mary? How, how that's going to happen? Just believe. 
I'm sending my messenger to you. Now take the word and conceive it. How is that going to be? I know not a man. I'm just saying. How is this thing going to work? I don't know. Nothing worse than having a tool kit and don't know how to work the tools. Mm. Okay. Nothing like that, is it? Need us to recognize some things. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just giving you what God said. This is a warning for us. A, we need to know this, right? That's the biggest issue with the body of Christ is love. The enemy uses that. Ain't y'all tired of being used by the enemy? <laughs> Who loves to be used by the enemy? Well, to be tired, that means you're going to have to believe. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I told y'all, be careful what you say when you're offended. Didn't I tell you that? Be careful what you say when you're in a, you know, a disagreement. I told you, he ain't, he, you're just doing self-imposed curses on your own self. Yeah, y'all get me? <laughs> we keep putting too much, <laughs> we give him too much credit. Hmm. I told y'all, be careful what you say when you're depressed. When you're frustrated, what a lot of us are. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you think. Be careful what you conceive when you're frustrated. Your adversary has been studying you. He waits for the opportune time. Mm. And when you do that, you give him legal interest into your life. You give him legal rights to enter into your life. At any point where the word has not taken root. I'm trying to tell y'all how this thing works. Y'all hear me? Demons have intelligence. I show you scripture now. Watch this. Demons have intelligence, which means they have the ability to acquire and apply. Knowledge and skill. 
want to hear what the demons do. You know why? Because demons believe. <sighs> no, demons believe. That's the, what I'm trying. Demons believe. You don't. Demons believe. They have fear of the name of Jesus. Not us. Not us. Just look how we treat each other. Look how we talk to each other. Anybody been caring for anybody lately? I told you I anticipated a need. Okay. I would hope the mayor would be like, yes, pastor, I'll be in there. I depend on the married couples really to lead. Okay. You with me, Brandon? I know you are. You with me? She with me? You with me? Okay. The ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skill. In other words, they study our behavior. Look at you. They study our behavior. They mimic your behavior. Okay. I'm trying to get y'all some reconnaissance here, some information. Ah. Behavior means, watch this, the way in which one acts or conducts oneself, especially toward others. Behavior. So they're watching to see. Hey, let me see. You got the word in you? Let me see. Let me put up an offense over here. What you got in you? What you got? Gossip in you? You know, you only gossip about people you know. Y'all hear what I'm saying? <laughs> they study your behavior. The way in which one acts or conduct or conducts himself, especially toward others. You give him ample ammo to accuse you. He is the accuser of the brethren. He didn't say the world. He said the brethren. The church. <laughs> We're we going to get this. Oh, okay. Go to, go to Mark. I'm going to try to. <sighs> he comes for what you love. He's been studying you. Friendship, marriage, he comes for who you say you love. Right? right? I mean, do y'all believe that? He does. <laughs> or who you say you eros. Yeah, you do. 
I told you, most of us operate, 99% of us operate in eros love. Eros love. Because you do for me, I do for you. If you don't do for me, I won't do for you. That's eros love. It always wants itself. And love seeketh not its own. So you need to know who you operate. You need to know how you operate when you say you love somebody. It's according to what you're going to do for me. I know I won't say it right yet, but I'll say it in I'll say about another, you know, couple of hours. Oh, by the way. See, you got to know all the tricks how he use you. All of us, we, we say we love each other. That means I love you. Uncon- there's no condition that will stop me from loving you. I'm talking about the tough ones. I ain't talking about those surf ones. You know, the surface one, you, you didn't wash my shirt or something like that. But I'm talking about you cheated on me. They be like, nah. They be like, nah, Pastor. I'm operating arrows all day. Mm. Mm. Oh, I thought you said something. <laughs> I know what they feel like. That they know it won't you. I know what they feel like. And I won't save. And I didn't say nothing for seven years. I'm qualified. I'm qualified to tell you I know what it's like. See, that's the problem with it. You got Pat saying qualified. No, I won't even save then. Hmm. What's your problem? <laughs> but truth be told, every time I was looking at porn, I was. See, y'all, y'all want to play. Y'all want to play games. Okay, y'all, y'all want to play. Y'all be real. Okay. Too short to be up here messing around. <laughs> All right. Got to be serious here. I got to cut some corners, man. <sighs> Real quick. Real quick. Mark 4:35. Mark chapter 4 at verse 35. On that same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And leaving the throng, they took him with them, just as he was, in the boat in which he was sitting, and other boats were with him. Mm -hmm. And a furious storm of wind, of hurricane proportions, arose. Y'all know the story. Mm-hmm. And the waves kept beating into the boat so that it was already becoming filled. But he himself was in the stern of the boat, asleep on the leather cushion. Mm. <laughs> and they awoke him and said to him, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? 
And he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush now, be still, muzzled. And the wind ceased, sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. And there was immediately a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. All right. Let's see. He rebuked the wind. What was happening here? Rebuke means to charge, to blame, to chasten. Why did he rebuke it? This is spiritual. Because you always are going to have an influencer. Uh-oh. I'm trying to tell you how to identify the attack. You're going to always have an influencer. He rebuked the wind, but he spoke to the water, didn't he? To the sea. He spoke to what was influencing. You're just talking to the person. You're not talking to the person, that's the thing that's causing the movement. The water can't move unless the wind moves it. And see, in the beginning, he had already spoke to the sea. He already separated the firmament in Genesis. He already told it what to do. He already gave you a decree where you cannot go, what you cannot do. So it was doing something they weren't supposed to do because it has an influencer okay all right see sometimes you the influencer being used by the okay all right okay that's good Jesus rebuked Jesus rebuked what caused the water to move Jesus rebuked the cause. He rebuked the cause of the boisterous, turbulent water. Y'all be going around, y'all be doing the wrong thing. The wind even had an influencer, the demonic. Who's the prince and power of the what? The power of the what? The powers where? In the air. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Okay. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, I gotta go past that. We don't have time. <sighs> okay. The water had to be the master, which is Jesus, the word. In the beginning, God, <laughs> with the word, <laughs> and the spirit brewed over the deep, the water. Okay. All right. Maybe y'all don't know this. Maybe you do. Demons can't operate without a human body. Maybe you might not know. Mm -hmm. And it's not a human body. 
It'll use anybody. An animal. Okay. Snake. Mm. A snake. Okay. All right. Hmm. In the garden. Remember that? Hmm. That should have told us something from the beginning. They got people, all the animals could talk and all that. Well, didn't say they did unless God gave it the power to do. Yeah? Okay, y'all know the donkey, right? Okay. All right. They can think. It's illegal. Got to have a body. They need a body, anybody. Well, in Matthew 8, 28, real quick, because I got to go. Got a question I want to ask you. You can get there real quick. Matthew chapter 8 at verse 28. Yeah. And when he arrived at the other side in the country of the Gadarenes, mm -hmm. two men under the control of demons went how, to meet him. How many of y'all ever thought it was just one man? Yeah, but it's two men. They never travel alone. Demons always have a companion. I know you, you missed it. I missed it too, but I, I got it. I said, oh, wait a minute, Lord, it's two. You always have an influencer and an executioner. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to let y'all know how this thing works. Okay. You get it, Tony? Okay. All right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Did you finish? The two men under the control of the demons. The two men. Go ahead. Under the control of demons went to meet him, coming out of the tombs so fierce and savage that no one was able to pass that way. Go ahead. And behold, they shrieked and screamed, what have you to do with us, Jesus, son of God? Have you come to torment us mm. before the appointed time? They have intelligence. They know they're in. You should deal with them like in that manner. You know they're in. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Verse 30. Now at some distance from, the, from there, a drove of many hogs was grazing. And the demons begged him, if you drive us out, send us into the drove of hogs. And he said to them, be gone. So they came out and went into the hogs, and behold, the whole drove rushed down the steep bank into mm. the sea and died in the water. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. When they said, first of all, they're trying to negotiate their deliverance. Cast us into the swine. There they go, trying to tell you what to do, where to go. Okay, wait a minute. What were they really saying, though? Let's think about this. 
I asked the whole, what are they really saying? What they were really saying is, don't send us out of this territory or this geographical location. Here we go, teacher. He was saying, don't send us out. We want to stay right here. We have ground troops here. We gather information here. Demons don't know your mind, but they study you, your behavior, like I told you before. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They were saying, let me stay in this territory. I know these people. We know how to influence them. We know their thoughts and their patterns. And we know their belief system. Okay, watch this. We have spies implanted. Okay, see, this is how they work. Ground troops. Little imps. They have to answer to someone. Okay, see, it's a hierarchy. They say, so please don't send us out of this region. We have invested much into these people here. This is what they were saying. I got a question. Why were the swines in that area? They're not kosher. We're here to influence, infiltrate how they eat, because that was real structure in their culture. Why were the swine there? Unclean. Not kosher. These are our people. This is my area. I influence these people. I get them to turn away from adultery. I mean, to adultery. I get to turn them away from their God. And their dietary, you know, commitment. I, I need to stay in this area. Okay. Influence means the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. This is what they were doing. Okay. An influencer. That's what he had. That's what they were doing. They were changing their character. Influencing them. Oh, to turn from God. Why else do you have pigs there? Okay. They, okay, you remember the Maccabees, they used uh, sacrificing pigs on the altar, right? Yeah. All right, maybe I just eat a little pork, they won't know. <laughs> Woo, the capacity to have an effect on the character. This is why they study you. Okay. If you take us out of the region, we can't function. Nor can we eat. You know how you feed a demon? You know how you feed a demon. You feed a demon with negative thoughts, with negativity, words that you speak negative. You feed them dark matter like that. So you feed them with your behavior. This is why they were there. They influences the behavior of the people. Hmm? 
This is how they this is how they do what they do. They study your behavior, how you treat one another. And I feed off of that. I've infiltrated you. The spies in your home. I have spies. Am I lost anybody? Okay. Thank you. I, I love the way you respond, Freedom. I like that. You need to know these things. See, this is why I tell you, you got to be careful. Don't say anything when you're upset. He said, wait a minute. Think on these things because you feed them and they stay around and they hide and they mimic you. They study and mimic you. They move like you move. They speak like you speak. Okay. All right. And I see you. This is what we must do. And I'm going to end right here for almost you. Oh, I know how to do that. We must raise up a generation of believers. Let me say that again. That's what we're doing here. We must raise up a generation of believers with real power and real authority. That will, this is what Jesus is saying, that will command you, the demon, and you will have to leave. Okay, all right. You will have to leave, obey the name of Jesus. Luke 10, 17. Come on, quick. Demons are territorial. This is what teacher experienced. She didn't know none of this. We didn't even talk. Come on, Luke 10, 17. Luke chapter 10 and verse 17. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. In your name. Man. So demons are territorial. That means they have, listen, they control specific regions because they have specific jobs for that reason. Listen, for that region. That also means for families. What's attached to my family might not be attached to yours. There's a specific demon, a familiar spirit that's attached to your family. And the way he locates you is by what you say. Mm-hmm. Boy, you got to watch that negative stuff. Amen. You got to watch that negative stuff. It's like a bloodhound. They come. Ooh, ooh, there you go. Do y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this? Watch this. So demons are territorial. Certain things only happen to certain families and not yours. Spirit of infirmity, like cancer. Cancer hit tear a whole family up, but won't touch yours. But everybody in your family got hip replacements. That's my family. Some of my young... They had hip replacements. What is that? An imbalance. Y'all don't want it. Y'all don't want it. Y'all don't. Y'all just. Okay. All right. Okay. See, teacher. So the atmosphere like in Chicago. It's different than the atmosphere for the region of like Columbia, South Carolina. The demons that are assigned for that region are not in South Carolina. And the ones in South Carolina are not assigned to listen to Chicago. That's right. You got something assigned to your family. You sitting right here right now. 
Okay. Mm, mm. They're territorial. These spirits in their behavior, the people act different. You go to a place, they act different than like down here. And you think that it's just the way that, no, it's the principality over that region. Everybody, you know, just rude. Everybody down here is so kind of polite. See, y'all got to see how they do over principal, over regions. Okay, all right. This is why the body of Christ must have deeper discernment when they enter to a different region or location or even someone's home. Anytime somebody traveling out here, the intercessors should know. I got a trip of 14 that I'm going to, I got to really groom. Got to get you right. These are people who are not afraid. Let's pray. Okay. Don't get tired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, he's, he's getting, he, we got to get right, people. Where he's taking this ministry, we got to get right. I was talking to Renee. Please call and contact Sister Renee. She said, the word out there, she said, so many people don't go to church. She's in Columbus, Ohio. But she said, when I show them the videos, what we're doing, she's like, people, it's going, it's going really good. I told you we're growing, y'all don't even know. All right. Okay. All right. Got to keep her in prayer because she's spreading the word. She's sharing it. She said, she said. Her sister said, your pastor called you? Your pastor text you? And he don't want nothing from you? She couldn't believe it. That just showed me, man, we're doing some bad things out here. I love you. You, you, you you're the sheep. Okay. All right. Teacher. Are you feeling what I'm saying right here about these regions? What spirit is in your home? <laughs> it is the quietest night ever. What spirit is in your home? Is it the Holy Spirit? Is it the spirit of confusion, division? Okay. Is there a spirit in your home? I didn't say what kind. I said, is there a spirit in your home? All right, man. (sighs) That's why I tell him, check him at the door. He can't come in. Critical spirit. Is this critical spirit in your door? In your threshold? Is there a critical spirit in your threshold of your door? Everything. Nobody nobody can can never do right. Except you. You should know them by their fruit. Okay. All right. They ready, they ready for me to go. All right. Okay. I need y'all to get deeper discernment, right? This is what it is. When I ask you all that question, what we don't realize is there is always a ruling and influencing spirit. There is always one. 
a ruling and an influencer. Always one. See, we missed that about the two. We even read that scripture. I don't know how many times. You never saw there was two men. You thought it was just one. It's two. I know. I know. Oh, God. I can't go there. Demon diviner. Okay, ain't got time. Okay. Demons have a responsibility to block the manifestation of the kingdom. You know, when you say you're friends with somebody, that is a manifestation of the kingdom of love. And what he would try to do is block that husband and wives. What's your calling? And how come we don't know what it is? Because obviously something is blocking from you from seeing it, believer. You're supposed to be functioning in your call. So if you don't know, why? Okay. All right. This is what he do. He teach it. He gets us with love. He gets us with love. He makes us think you're operating, uh uh-oh, in God's love. I'm going to say it one more time. This is what the enemy, he gets us to think that we're operating in God's love. But in true reality, listen to what I said, in true reality, you're operating in your limited love. But you think you're operating in God's love. I read the scripture, 1 Corinthians 13. <laughs> it took no root. It has not, you have, have the revelation of who he is. God is love. And I asked the question, are you in love? I'm asking you, are you in Christ? Are you in God? Because that's what love is. Y'all, y'all understand? So, I mean, we just say that all the time. I'm in love. Well, wait a minute. You're talking about believers, right? I ain't talking about the world. I'm talking about believers. So when I say I'm in love, that means I'm in love. I'm in God. Okay. All right. All right. All right. This is the other problem. I'm leaving after this. I'm going to close this up because I'm going to let teacher know I'm, I'm done. Folks got to get to school. I know. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Can't go nowhere else. Too many of us speak in tongues. And yet we are still oppressed. I didn't say possessed. I said oppressed. Mm -hmm. We got tongue talking oppressed people. No fear. Oppressed. I said oppressed. Not possess. Don't go home and say, Pastor, I was possessed. <laughs> no, Pastor said oppressed. Okay? And the oppression of these demons, they harass. They afflict. They torment. They frustrate. They bewitch you. They cast spells on you. They tie you up. They block you. And they hinder you. You just can't move. You just can't flow. 
Do y'all understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about the tongue talking folks. If you have pride, that's another whole other category. You are deceived. See, he got you thinking that you love him. He's got you operating in your limited love. How you treat people, how you think about your brother and your sister, and that's your determination of do you know and love God. You can't hide it. I'm going to stop right here. <laughs> I mean, you came to get something, right? Y'all came to get an advantage of the enemy, right? Well, I'm trying to give you that. Y'all stand to your feet. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you, Frida. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> now, you know he's going to come, right? <laughs> but if you bond yourself in love, if you clothe yourself in the word, if you speak to each other nicely and mean it, he can't get in. Stop letting them in your home. Stop letting them in your home. And if it's you, you need to repent. It's, the minister said repentance is everything oh teacher gonna close us out amen come on close us out I just don't know how serious we all took this stuff I hope we took it very serious uh, the force of darkness is, is real we say we know but the force of darkness is, is and has been working behind the scenes forever. It's still not the other person. We're still operating as if it's someone else or it's someone who's of flesh and blood. And until we really fight the true opponent who is wreaking havoc in our life. You're going to continue to destroy valuable relationships. Marriages will continue to fail. Family will continue to be divided. Because we say we know and we are aware of the enemies, his tricks and schemes. But when it we're tested. We still fight flesh and blood. It has to come a moment in your life to where the word of God is the word of God. If you never arrive there, you will continue in this miserable state of being called life. 
never be happy. There will be no thing that can be bought to bring you permanent happiness of joy. You can never marry or be with someone with satisfied the love that only God can fill that vacant void that's inside of you. It's but a moment. The question is, when are you going to start living? When are you going to start living for Christ? Will you stop compromising? When it's still okay for you not to forgive and disregard his commands when would that day be so you can fully experience the promises of God? Until you can sense the presence of darkness has never be a reality to you. until you've really been attacked and know it's darkness and not another person, demons would never be real to you. My prayer is that what you heard today and that what you will hear in the future to come is that then grab the word of God becomes a reality to you and he become your number one focus in life not your spouse not your children not your job not you there was an underlying one word pastor that keeps the enemy away from you and your home and his workings in your life. And that is that you become a disciple. You have to be, you have to become a disciple. You can't just come to church. You must become a disciple. A disciple is one who is a skilled craftsman at what he does. He's very familiar and educated with darkness. And his full allegiance is with his master, not the world. Until you all have done the hard things, you're not fit for the kingdom. The hard things is that you have to break away from some family. You have to break away from some friends. You have to cut off all allegiance to all what is not of God. Doesn't mean that, oh, I don't, I'll go to work and sinners are there, yes. But you don't have to have allegiance with them.
Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord God, thanking you for your word. Your word is able to save, set free, Lord God, and deliver. And to expel all darkness, all witchcraft, all things that's from the abyss. We thank you, Lord God, that you have empowered us, Father. Just by speaking your word, walking in a consecrated life. And we can speak to the east wind of darkness. The west, the south, and the north. And all what is demonic and all what would try to come and take abode within our families and in, in the psyche of the believer would not be able to manifest because we are born from above. We are children of the most high God. We are we are believers. We are from the kingdom of God. So we glorify you, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your man of God. We we ask that we become a people, Father, who are devoted to the call of advancing the kingdom of life. We ask, Father, that we begin to learn what sacrifice really means, Father, so we can secure our salvation, Lord God. We glorify you, Father. We thank you for the the power that's working inside of us, that's bringing about a change inside of us, Father. All the, what we have prayed and laid down, Father, we ask, Lord God, that it brings a mighty work. It yields, it yields, Lord God, tremendous fruit. Let your name always be glorified in and through us as we leave this place, Father. And let us, our life tomorrow and forever, Lord God, dominate, rule, and reign. Because of who we are, we are a child of the Most High God, Yeshua, our God, our King, our Lord, our Protector, our Great Banner, our Victory. He is the Breaker, and we thank you, Lord God, for breaking off everything that's unrighteous in our life. We love you. We exalt you. We adore you. It's in Jesus' name that's able to save. We love you. Let's thank Jesus.